Chicago. Take easy, baby. Hands in the air, kicks in the dirt, muscles on the midway, work, bear down, bear down, we came here to work, Chicago's the city, let's give them that work, bears, mighty, mighty, mighty bears, ESPN, take the north, Justin Fields, got a new location, we still in rotation, bears, mighty, mighty, mighty bears, Jalen Johnson, take it there, no other team can compare, love for the fans, love for the squad, repping the city of our Chicago, we got them hitters, Jaquan Brisker, who rocking with us, can easy breezy to the dirt, live from State Street, Bears turf, clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, bears. ESPN Chicago. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, your new home for the Chicago Bears. That's right. Every Bears game you'll hear right here on ESPN 1000. We had the news back in October. Uh, but today's the first official day that we can celebrate that we're the home of the Bears. And we can promote what we have is Bears football on ESPN 1000 going forward. You'll hear Joniak and Thayer right here on ESPN 1000 for every game right here on ESPN 1000. And obviously, our station has a lot of great content and programming to put around the Bears as well as we go forward. Yeah, it means a lot to, uh, like, if you're watching us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago, like this that we're wearing. These awesome quarter zips that we got, like having our logo right there, yeah. having the Bears logo right there, it means a lot. Like it means a lot to have the Bears on this radio station, and it's going to mean a lot for the fans. Three hundred and sixty-five days a year, we're not just you know this isn't just game day coverage where we're going to bring you a pregame and a postgame show, and and Joni Akinthey are calling the games and call it a day. You're going to get Bears programming every single day. You're going to get specialty Bears programming throughout the year. A lot of digital stuff coming for the Bears, so be on the lookout for all that stuff. It's going to be awesome now that we are officially. The home of the Chicago Bears. Blucky Abdallah, we're on early today. Usually you hear our show six day weeknights right here on ESPN 1000. We're talking Bears football with you here on ESPN 1000. We'll hear from Ryan Poles in just a moment. He joined Cap and J Hood earlier this morning. They were on from nine. Uh, from 5 to 9 a.m. this morning early from the Combine down in Indy. Uh, So we will hear from Ryan Poles in just a moment, but we do have developing news in the NFL. Jalen Carter, one of the top prospects in this year's NFL draft, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, is the subject of an arrest warrant this morning in Athens, Georgia. Uh, So this was released by the Athens Police Department. Uh, They said in the ongoing investigation, into the January 15th, 2023 fatal crash that occurred. Uh, The police department has secured arrest warrants for Jalen Carter for reckless driving and racing. Now, Carter, just 30 minutes ago, was expected to meet the media in his standard press conference at the Combine. Uh, He did not show. He's no longer at the Combine. Shane Norling joined us about 10 minutes ago to tell us that the media has uh, left the, the podium and Carter will not be speaking to the media. He was scheduled to speak. This report came out, and the news was released from the Athens Police Department about 30 minutes before he was expected to speak. And now uh, Jalen Carter is in serious trouble here. Yeah, obviously it's it's a horrible situation. Two people lost their lives in this crash on January 15th. But now new information being put out by the Atlantic Journal-Constitutional that you know Jalen Carter changed his story a few times, and now the arrest warrant has been issued. And this is a guy who's projected to be that if it weren't for the two quarterbacks or the, however the quarterbacks shake out, that 
This was the number one draft prospect. This is the best guy on the board. This isn't, you know, a, a running back in the second or third round. This is the number one guy that was lying to police, that uh, was racing, uh, according to the arrest warrant, was racing, that resulted in this crash, and now he is not speaking. He has left Indianapolis and hopefully en route back to Atlanta to turn himself in and deal with this situation. We go to Philly Sid. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Philly Sid? Hey, gentlemen, good to hear you guys. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's really the reason that I called. Um, I'm hoping that we haven't. I mean, I know that in speculation we have in this country, but I'm hoping that from a constitutional perspective, we have not changed our American legal policy to guilty until proven innocent. I don't know this kid, other than to know he's a, he's a football player in Georgia. I watched him play. He's a hell of a talent. I know where he's ranked. I know all the speculation about where he's going to get drafted possibility of the bears getting him and stuff like that but i don't know him personally i don't know what happened in this situation i know that the news comes out that he's had a, a, a arrest warrant issued in his name if i'm him i don't go to a podium and have a conversation with the media before i go to atlanta and turn myself into the police i do i do it in the other i do it the other way around go hand my go turn myself in deal with that legal issue right then and there probably get released on bail and then have a you know press conference. I think that's what he should do. So I don't think the media should be shocked at all that he didn't walk up to the podium. And then the other thing that we got to be careful about, guys, innuendo and casual conversation. Abdallah, when you ended previous segment, when you got off just before you guys went to commercial, your comment was you, you merged words together. I honestly don't think you meant to. But you merged the words together that his actions resulted in the death of two people. We don't know that. We don't know exactly what happened in the situation. We don't know who's guilty, who's not guilty. We don't know exactly how it all went down yet. It's still being investigated. So let it be investigated. Let the truth come out through the investigation, and then let's report on it. That's just all. That's my take, guys. Yeah, thanks for the call, Philly. Abdallah, do you want to respond to that? No, I mean, he's got a warrant, a warrant issued for his arrest for racing, and two people were killed for during a race. Yeah, I mean, so here's my thought on, on the way – Sid is saying it like I'm not convicting him I'm just giving you the information of what's taking place today and what's taking place today is the Athens Police Department has arrest warrants out for Jalen Carter for reckless driving and racing how it plays out I have not given an opinion on it all I've questioned is how this affects teams in the draft how this affects him as a draft prospect, mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually said, I think to start this, I don't know what the consequences for this no. are. I don't, I don't know, know if he's going to get jail time. Are. I don't know if he's going to be like, it's just a warrant. It's not, they, you know, he's, he's not being officially, they just want to talk to him. Like it's not, that doesn't, well, he's this, being arrested. He's that, being that's arrested. That's what it is. No, he's being arrested. He's but not that convicted. But that doesn't mean, yeah, say. he couldn't, he might not be convicted of anything and this could all be done and he'll go, you know, number one, two, or three, or four overall, and it won't be an issue. Now, there's an NFL spokesman, uh, which The Athletic is reporting, saying that Jalen Carter is still in medical testing, and thus he will not speak to reporters at the Combine. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's also sources that are saying he's gone. Right. So is, so is this another situation of the NFL trying to step in and to uh, block uh news from from getting out or to try and scrub a situation to be like no 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 no. the reason he's not speaking to reporters is because he's still in medical testing i mean 
Look, if, if he really needs to, he's not going to talk to the media. That's all that's going to matter, right? No, I know. It's, just, it's just funny the way the NFL handles these things. Yeah. All, the only thing that's gonna that that you need to know is that Jalen Carter is not talking to the media. Whether he's there or not, it doesn't matter. He's get if he takes a physical, then gets out of play and goes back to back to Atlanta. Fine, sure, okay. Pat and Twin Lakes listening here on ESPN One Thousand. What's up, Pat? Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. No problem, man. Um, all right, I just I had a different situation here. I like I said, I you know Jalen Carter was on top of my draft board here. You know my. Uh, fictitious one but i was kind of thinking you know how does this situation compare to like the situation with the raiders i understand carter has not been drafted yet where rugs was but i mean he was in a similar situation out there i don't remember if it was racing but i think he was doing 120 miles an hour and unfortunately somebody did pass away as well and now we don't even hear anything about that case anymore so well yeah just he, curious on your thoughts on yeah. so henry rugs went to jail and he his car crashed into another car and killed Mm -hmm. another person and i believe her dog uh they both were killed in the car accident and he uh i don't know if he was under uh the influence in that situation but it definitely was a very fast driving car that crashed into another car so the difference in this situation is at the moment the athens police department is not saying that carter's car crashed into the car of the victims they're just saying he's being arrested for racing mm-hmm. that, that that's the difference at the moment the henry rugg situation his car is the car that killed uh the the individual that passed away in that situation yeah the exact wording of this is the police have secured arrest warrants for nfl prospect jalen carter stemming from his alleged involvement in a crash that killed a teammate and staffer on january 15th they said he's being arrested for reckless driving and racing i don't know what else to say besides like that if you want to say, oh, well, the one thing didn't lead to another, that's fine. But I'm just reading you what the police have said. Well, it's up for his defense to prove then. Yeah, exactly. Right? In that situation. Yeah. And, and for the, He's being charged and with for something. the police department to prove the other. Exactly. Like, that's that's how it will work. Honey Bear, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Honey Bear? Good morning, boys. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So three things. First, that lead-up song into this segment, Fire. Second thing, Joey B, thank you for giving me a new insult to use for my kids. You think as a PE teacher, I would know dumbbell is a great use of being <laughs> idiot. I love that. That's perfect. Which leads into my third point, which is we know here we have a major character situation, and it's not because of the racing, it's the lying. Um, your previous caller that was the supposed adolescent you know, specialist, whatever you want to call him, He claims that he did not have full facilities to be able to make decisions. And sure, the data does show that the brain doesn't stop developing until about the age of 25. But the access to the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that is in charge of logical, practical decision-making and right and wrong, does start connecting to the rest of the brain at the age of 20. And when it comes to lying, you are taught at a very young age that lying is wrong. Sure, you can argue about the racing. But it's the lying about what happened to the police when he knows very darn well that you're not allowed to lie because that's a whole nother felony on its own if you're going to be found guilty of it. That's the biggest problem. And that's the real thing that I think that the teams need to consider is, sure, you can say that the racing was just bad judgment. But if you're going to lie about that to police, to an official authority, that's the biggest problem. And what 
to say that they won't be lying about other things. This is just the start of a major, major snowball effect into an avalanche, if you call on me. I'm a high school teacher. All of my kids know at their age, and I teach upperclassmen, that they know lying is wrong. You do not lie. And this, Jalen Carter, man, you just screwed yourself Thanks for the call, Honey Bear. Appreciate it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Chase on the South Side. Hello, Chase. Yo, what's up, fellas? Good morning. What up, Chase? What's going on? It's a little I early say. for Chase. I feel like Chase, you good? It's a little early for Chase. Yeah, I'm good. Oh yeah, I'm good, man. Congratulations when you got uh, you guys um um promoting the Bears. Congratulations Thank you. Congratulations on the appreciate it. Thank you, the Bears. So. Yeah, really, really proud of you guys. Really excited for the future for the for the station. Um, I gotta, uh, I gotta ask you something. Um, so with this uh, current development, um, would this be a situation where, say, he is drafted by the Bears or whoever? Um, could this be a situation where uh, could he get face discipline from the um, from Roger Goodell in the league, like for far suspension, and could that because if that's the case, could that affect his draft status as far as teams shine away fans? We want to draft him if he faces discipline from league as far as suspension. Could that be a factor into this situation where he could face discipline from um, the NFL if he is, you know, when he's drafted? Yeah, that's a fair question. Thanks for the call, Chase. I, I think it, I don't know the answer I don't to that. I think it would because he wasn't an he wasn't in the NFL when it happened. I think right? it would certainly affect his draft. His draftability, yes, yes. Um, and, and who knows? Like, if he went to jail, like perhaps that could have some kind For of sure. uh, impact on that situation. But uh, we'll continue taking your calls, and it's the situation we have our eyes on here on ESPN One Thousand. Jalen Carter down at the combine will not speak to reporters, and the Athens Police Department has a warrant out for his arrest this morning for uh, reckless driving and racing. So we'll keep our eyes on that situation. We'll also talk Bears with you. Ryan Poles got a chance to speak with Cap and Jay Hood this morning. what he say? We'll tell you next. This is a Bears town. A town where names like Butkus, Sayers, and Peyton need no first name. A place where Hallis, Ditka, and Lovey led us to that final game of the season. Coach to know the importance of beating the Packers. Beating the Packers. This is a Bears town. And we are the new home of the Bears. ESPN Chicago. What's up, everybody? It's Adam Abdallah. Now is the best time to get in on all of the NBA action on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's America's number one sportsbook app and my number one sportsbook app. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. There you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, threes drained, first baskets, anything you can think of. It's available on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Plus, you can combine those bets from a single game into a same game parlay and you get a no sweat same game parlay for the NBA on Thursday nights. Plus FanDuel lets you combine those bets and you can do that all on an app that's safe and secure. Super easy to use. So don't miss your chance for no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to FanDuel.com slash Abdallah. That's A-B-D-A-L-L-A. One more time. That's FanDuel.com slash Abdallah. A-B-D-A-L-L-A to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You must be 21 or over and president of the life for sign that real money wager only $10 deposit required refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days restrictions apply see full terms at sportsbook.fan 
gmail.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. ESPN 1000 is the new home of the Chicago Bears. You'll hear every game right here on ESPN 1000. That's right. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer. You'll hear the guys right here on ESPN 1000 every single Bears game right here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdal, we're on early today. Usually you hear us six to eight weeknights right here on ESPN 1000. Live and local all day long here on ESPN 1000. Carmen and Yurko coming up at 11 into Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, Meller and Aki will take over for uh, us at night tonight. So we have full coverage on ESPN 1000 today here uh, on the radio station. Uh, Black and Abdallah talking with you. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. We'll keep our eyes on the Jalen Carter situation. A warrant is out for his arrest uh, in Athens, Georgia, and uh, he has left the NFL Combine. So we'll keep our eyes on that situation. Uh, But also at the Combine earlier this morning, Cap and Jay Hood were on early. They were on from 5 to 9 a.m. this morning. And Ryan Poles, the GM for the Chicago Bears, he was able to join the guys live uh, at the desk in uh, the, the combine down in Indy. And uh, he talked to the guys and talked about a three-year timetable to evaluate the talent with this team. I think every team's situation is a little bit unique um, from where they're kind of taken off from. So that one's hard to answer. I know, you know, in a three-year period, you want to see, especially that first draft class, that three-year period is really, you know, when you see what you got. Um so within that is, is what we're looking for. But you want to get this thing started as fast as possible. The key is not doing things that will hurt you long term in the short term um, that can derail everything <laughs> just because you're, you're short, short-sighted with it. Hold so on. Now we we need to start. What in the hell just happened <laughs> One in of here? the balloons just popped behind me. <laughs> that scared the blank out of me. Oh, yeah. It was oh, right behind God. you. This balloon, this balloon just popped. What it, what caused that? I don't know, man. Science? Is it the, the heat from the TV? Science? No, because it's the one that was the lowest. Yeah. Ghost in there. I was writing something Whoa. down, and I thought you guys were trying to get my attention, and then I look up, and the balloon is popped. I, I wonder if uh, those watching on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago, if they saw the balloon pop, you and if they the saw... Twitch. I didn't flinch. Both of, I flinched. <laughs> I definitely flinched. I thought Charlie was coming after me. I thought Chardog had enough that he. I thought you were coming after me. And no, I, was like, I thought happened? I thought you were coming through no, the glass. Man. You were coming after me, Charlie. I thought that that's what was happening. I don't know. I wow. Feel like, yeah. Someone needs to clip that because either that, that either all these that. are going to pop, or one of the shows needs to do an entire segment on helium. Wow. All right. Well, you can't say Black and Abdallah that there was. Uh, well, we're, we're trying not to lo- lollygag here on the show, but, but <laughs> a lack of lollygagging. I, I guess there is no lack of yeah. lollygagging here because we thank you, Len Casper. A lack of yes. lollygagging. You know, because uh, baseball is very snappy now. They they've got the new pitch clock there, so things are moving along. There's no lollygagging in baseball. A lack of lollygagging. That's right. I'm going to scoot right. over a little bit. I, I was li- I was really concentrating on that that Ryan Poles cut. <laughs> I, so I was like really. <laughs> 
thinking about you it. You were too. so scared. All right, someone someone clipped it. I'm going to watch this real quick to see if one of us flinched. I or definitely to see did. if we flinched. Man, I was uh, really focused. It's happening on it's that. Where you're listening to That's polls right now. The balloon is about to pop. It looks like. Let's see. I'm writing stuff down. You're listening. Oh, it popped. <laughs> I flinched. You definitely flinched. <laughs> I just turned around and being like, what do you want? Chris looks so focused, too. <laughs> A lack of lollygagging. It's unbelievable. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's try it again from the top. Uh, Ryan Poles, we're talking about building and rebuilding this yeah, team. Uh-huh. Three-year timetable. I had a thought on this. Then the balloon got in the way. Here's Ryan Poles once again. Hopefully, we won't be interrupted by the balloons. <laughs> Here you go, Ryan Poles with Cap and J Hood. I think every team's situation is a little bit unique um, from where they're kind of taken off from. So that one's hard to answer. I know, you know, in a three-year period, you want to see, especially that first draft class, that three-year period is really, you know, when you see what you got. Um, so within that is is what we're looking for. But you want to get this thing started as fast as possible. The key is not doing things that will hurt you long term in the short term, um, that can derail everything just because you're, you're short, short-sighted with it. So we're going to stay disciplined and, and try to do things the right way. But I usually like to look at that rookie class and that first three-year period to see if it's hitting the right way and, and it takes part of the core of, of your team. So there you go. Ryan Poles on the, the building process for a team, taking over a roster that obviously needed a lot of work. He tore it down. Last year, you and I have talked about this at length. There's an idea that you need to go into a rebuild. But I think in the sport, especially with the NFL in football, rebuilds are very quick. Mm -hmm. It's you jump into the pool, you hit the bottom of the pool and you rise right back to the top. You see teams each and every season in the NFL that are worst in their division and then they win their division the following year. Obviously, you do need to develop to some extent, and this Bears team does not have enough talent to uh, be competitive at the moment. But with some good moves and some smart moves from Ryan Poles in this offseason, this team can be competitive next season. It happens in the NFL. This is not the NBA. There is no trust the process where you get five, ten years to draft the first overall pick multiple times to try and lay out your future. This is a win-now league. And do we expect them to go to the Super Bowl next year? No, that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're, we're expecting them to be more competitive and to at least be in the conversation in the hunt at the end of the season. Yeah, and I, I think that people saying that this team is, you know, 20 starters away, I, I don't think that you, you need every position to be perfect just to get to where you want to go, whether that's making the playoffs this year or being in the hunt this year or, you know, winning a playoff game this year, whatever their goals are this year for this Bears team, I think that they're attainable. I think that you can be competitive this year in the division by adding properly in the draft. And that means to me trading back a couple times and getting more value for those picks and still selecting impact players. But at the same time, having the most money in the NFL to spend. It doesn't mean you need to go and spend, you know, crazy money on one dude just to to shore up one position, but look at the 
Look at the Chiefs and their offensive line and their defense that we talked about all year and how, oh man, like the Chiefs, if they could just like, we had them in our five up, five down. And it was always like, well, if they could just stop someone, they'd probably be the number one team, but they can't. So as of right now, they're like number three or four. They've still made it to the Super Bowl. They had an offensive line that was shaky all year. They stopped the best defensive line in football during that entire Super Bowl this year. And so not every single position needs to be perfect. Do they need a couple linemen? Yeah. Do they need a new defensive line? Yeah. Do they need more weapons for for Justin Fields? They absolutely do. But no NFL team is absolutely perfect. I would say the most complete team in the NFL lost the Super Bowl. They had the best roster. They had the better defensive line. They had the better offensive line. They had the better weapons. The only place where they didn't have the upper hand was the quarterback position because Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts. And other than that, the best roster didn't win. And going into this year, what did we all think who had the best roster in the NFL? It was the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Everybody said it. On paper, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL. And where to get them? No. I mean, yeah, they made the playoffs and all that stuff. Sure. But my point is that you don't need to be 100% the best at every single position. You can still get by and add. And the way you do that is if you have the talent that I believe and you believe that Justin Fields has. Get him some better weapons. We saw him play well during the season. Figure out the defense. You need to get depth. That's my biggest concern is depth. That when a guy gets hurt, we saw it. There's nothing behind these wide receivers. Like if you're, if, if Mooney goes down, if Claypool goes down, there is nothing behind those guys. If you lose an offensive lineman, you are screwed. So you need to get better depth pieces to me than going out and hitting that home run right away on the first day of free agency. And, and it, it's something you and I have gotten some pushback on when we look back on the season last year. We suggest that some nice moves here in the offseason, especially defensively, could really rise the level of what this team can really accomplish. And the pushback that we get is that I can point out to you multiple games, at least five, that the Bears could have won Mm -hmm. if they just had more talent on the defensive side of the field or maybe one more wide receiver to help the quarterback. I look at that Minnesota game on the road. I look at Washington at home on a Thursday night. Mm -hmm. I look at the Miami game. I look at Detroit, both at Soldier Field, and that Atlanta game. You lose by three in the end where the Bears are basically running fields into the ground. Uh, Those are five games that you had an opportunity to win. Now, you only win three on the season. But say you get a couple of those, that moves you to, what, six? Yeah. Now you're in a more competitive field. But if, if you have a better defense, you're not always playing from behind. The thing that you bring up, Adam, is Justin Fields showed us that he can be the guy. He just needs some help around him. What does Ryan Poles think of Fields and his development? We'll tell you next. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And now on third down, Fields will yank it, and there's room to run for Fields. Fields, turn it on the speed. Fields on the angle, trying to outrace Okuda, and he'll beat him to the goal line for the touchdown. Oh, wow. Big way. Watch this. 67 yards for the touchdown. Is your home for the Chicago Bears? Every game you'll hear right here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah on early today. Usually you hear us weeknights 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. Full live and local programming today here on ESPN 1000 celebrating ESPN 1000 becoming the new home 
for the Chicago Bears. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. James and Gurney, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hello, James. I, I can hear him. James is on hold. Put him back on hold. All right, we tried this last night. Now, if Moen Frankfurt is not ready to go, oh, he's ready. We're going to put him on a break. Because last night on the show, we went to him twice, mm-hmm. and there was nothing there. So if we go James, James has us on mute to Mo, who has us on mute, then, then Mo's going on a, on a break. Okay? Is that the official ruling? Mm-hmm. Are you okay with this? Fine. Mo in Frankfurt, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mo. Can you hear me? We've got you, Mo. What happened last night? Um, the phone died, and you know what? I was obviously on hold for an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. So. Wow. Wow. Right. wow. What about the, the time that we went to you early at like one seventeen? Yeah, we went to you. Yeah, we went to you right on time, and you weren't there, so we left you on hold for a little bit longer. <laughs> Those are bums. No, it's okay. No, you You're guys are awesome, us bums? Actually. No, no, no. Not I said I was show. a bum, I guess. Okay. My All phone right. was being a bum, you know. But no. I'm calling you from the good phone, not the bad phone. Good. I have two phones, you know, just like Tyler says. <laughs> but I listen, I wanna say to um congratulations, man. And and not just congratulations, congratulations to everybody in Chicago. My favorite radio station has my favorite football team and my favorite baseball team on there. This is crazy. It's awesome, you know. You know, and uh, didn't the White Sox win the World Series on ESPN 1000? They did. Yeah, they did. They did. Wow. There you go, baby. You know, I'm sitting here watching you guys on Twitch, and I see balloon pop. I saw the balloon (laughs) pop. You flinch. I saw you flinch. No. I was was scared. I'm going to flinch. I'm Kobe in this, man. Yeah, I'm Kobe. I, I, like, yeah, you throw, I, put that ball on my face, man. This is... Yeah, doesn't no, matter, Chris man. Chris Black, yeah. I think, almost hit the floor. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I was concerned. I, I, yeah, I didn't handle that well. I agree, Mo. Well, you got to watch out, man. I think, hey, look look down on her. I, I tweeted you guys out. Look down on the floor. Is there a sharp pencil there like something? Because I think maybe Charlie, maybe, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think Chardog did do something. I don't know. But the door's closed. How so fast w- do you think I am? <laughs> the magic man. But anyways, I'm listening about the whole pool thing where you jump in and then you rise to the top. Of course, that's a great... The thing is, can you swim? I don't think the bears can swim yet. You know, yeah, go ahead, jump, jump in the deep end and then hit the floor and, and rise up, like, sure. you know, worst to, to first. But right. you got to know how to swim, man. Do you know what? I don't know if the bears can swim. So, uh, not yet, anyways. So maybe we should get some swimmers. So good job for Poles. Let him go out there and let him get his stuff done today. And he sounded really awesome today on the station. And like I said, congratulations, Chicago Bears, my favorite team, on my favorite radio station, ESPN Chicago. Boom. Lock it in. Thank you, Mo. Thanks for the phone call. Love. There's Mo and Frankfurt. Love you. <laughs> go ahead, Thank Mo. You. Yeah, Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, it's fantastic. Owen Frankfurt calls the show all the time. We're taking your calls at 312-332-3776. Ryan Poles was fantastic this morning on Cap and J Hood earlier today, and he talked about Justin Fields, a comp for Fields and his development and how the Bears expect him to develop looking forward. Here's Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears on Cap and J Hood. That's a tough one to compare to. I mean, some of the great 
um, runners, you know, if it's, you know, Mike Vick or if it's even Steve Young, um, those guys were special in the way that they moved and how they could impact the game with their legs. And then as they developed, you know, as passers, um, you start to see a really special blend and a dangerous blend in terms of being able to change a game quickly. So we're looking forward to him improving and getting better. He's hungry. That's why I absolutely love the guy because he puts the work in. He puts the work in, so uh, we're excited for his development. If you missed Ryan Poles on Cap and J Hood, check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. Just go to the Cap and J Hood podcast page, and you can listen to the full interview right there. As we are the home of the Bears, and Ryan Poles joined the show earlier today. If you're looking for a comp for Justin Fields, I, I think it's pretty easy. You know, sometimes you see a player and you say, "Who does he remind me of?" And you have to kind of Go back in your mind throughout the years and find someone that specifically plays the way that your your guy you're trying to compare to plays. I, I think it's easy because it, it's a player who's also young. It, it's Jalen Hurts. When you watch Jalen Hurts play, the movement in the pocket, the ability to escape, passing down the field, the way they both played in college, uh, Hurts at Alabama and then Oklahoma, Fields uh, originally at Georgia but then Ohio State, the two players – mimic each other quite a bit on the football field. And and that's where I think there is hope for Bears fans because we saw development in Hurts. He was not uh, showing up on the scene day one like Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, uh, some other great, Peyton Manning, greats in the pet, Andrew Luck, who showed up day one as like almost polished products passing quarterbacks in the NFL. All of the guys I just listed off kind of are that. Jalen Hurts has taken some time to develop, and with some pieces around him last season for the Eagles, he developed, and he was in the conversation for an MVP, which is exactly, I think, if Justin Fields tops out all of his talent, and if the Bears can put pieces around him, he will be in those conversations if the Bears have success, and I think he's the same type of player as Jalen Hurts. Yes, but what is uh, the big difference between the two? It has nothing to do with them, right? It has to do with what Ryan Poles does this offseason and in the draft and in free agency. It's finding him his A.J. Brown. It's finding him his Devontae Smith. It's finding him his best offensive line in the NFL. Like I, I just said, it doesn't need to be perfect. But at the same time, you still need weapons. Like They don't have a number one. I would say they don't even have a true number two wide receiver yet unless Darnell Mooney proves that he can be that or Chase Claypool proves that he can be that. Like you have to add. You ha- you can't just be just say, well, we think he's a great talent, so we're just going to let him be talented and try to do it that way, right? Like put, well, oh, he'll just be able to find someone. Like very few quarterbacks can be Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, where you can just throw guys out there and they'll find them and they'll make them open. Like even even uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, right? Like the, one of the best offensive weapons in the NFL. So you have to find your guy, your quarterback, his weapons and his protection. Like you have to get you have to get better on the offensive line. You we saw last year in those games that you mentioned, those mm-hmm. five games that the yeah. Bears could have won. Some of those games they were putting up to 30 points a game. Like some of them they weren't, some of them they were, but in most of those games Justin Fields was being protected by the offensive line and had time to throw. He also had guys that were healthy to throw to. When Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool was, were hurt, and it was Byron Pringle, Equiminius St. Brown were the number one and number two wide receivers, Like that's not going to get it done. So yes, the blueprint is Jalen Hurts, and, and the comp 
is Jalen Hurts and trying to progress his completion percentage and, and get better every single year the way Jalen Hurts has gotten better every single year. But at the same time, you have to surround him with weapons. Like You have to get guys that can catch the ball because my argument to you would be, okay, in some of those games, look at the end of those games. Mm-hmm. Darnell Mooney gets a butt cheek down in the end zone. Win. Uh, if, Commander's if, game. The Commanders yeah. game, exactly. The Vikings game, Smith where Marset. Smith Marset gets the ball ripped out of his yeah. hands. That's that's a game right there. Could have been a win. Vilas Jones, two muff punts. Ugh. Those two games. Well, that's a, that's a Giants game in there that I didn't even mention. So there's been six wins. games. Could have been wins. So to me, you yes, Justin Fields needs to take the next step. And I'm glad that they've put it out there that he's going to be the quarterback and like he's going to be the guy. Like We all assumed he was going to be the guy and end that dumb narrative. But at the same time... You have to get him, guys, so we know he's the guy. I don't want to go into next offseason and saying the same thing. Well, he doesn't have a true number one wide receiver. He doesn't even have a true number two wide receiver. And the offensive line is one of the worst in the NFL. That, that You need to fix that with whatever you do this year in free agency. To me, that's your number one priority. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, defense, that's all fine. But I need to know at the end of this year... That Justin Fields is the guy, and we're not having conversations about trading two first-round picks to move up for Caleb Williams or for Drake May or something like that. I think people are going to fight you on the idea that uh, Darnell Mooney is not a number two. Some in town think he's a, a number one. No. Easy. Uh, the Bears bloggers are going to come he's for not. you. They, they got not. the highlight reels ready to go. He's cool. a number one stud wide receiver. Okay. He's Adam not. Adam Abdallah, we're coming after you. Come after me all you want. He's, he, I don't flinch. He's a number two. I don't flinch. Well, I do. I don't uh, flinch. He is a number two, but you're right. The thesis there is correct. It's spot on. The number one need in this offseason for the Chicago Bears is a number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. It's nothing else. It's a number one wide receiver. Don't give me offensive line help. Don't give me a, a rudge, uh, an edge rusher. Don't give me something else. It's a number one wide receiver. And why do I say that? Look at all of the successful teams last season, except for one. But I think there's a caveat there. Uh, all of the successful teams in the NFL have a stud number one wide receiver. Go down the list. Buffalo, mm-hmm. right? They've got a number one. Yeah. Cincinnati has two, right? Cincinnati has two. Philadelphia. You yeah. could argue they may have two as mm-hmm. well. Uh, San Francisco. All of the stud teams in the NFL have them. If you're telling me Kansas City doesn't, they used to. They traded him away. They also have Travis Kelsey, who you could argue is one of the all-time greatest tight ends in the history of the league. He plays like a wide receiver, too. Mm-hmm. So they have one, right? You need a guy to help your quarterback out when he's under d- duress. And then also when he uh, just needs to have a, a play made for him. Yeah. Like that's the thing that I think we're pointing out here is that there were situations where plays were not being made on the ball to help out the quarterback. Does the quarterback have to be perfect all of the time? No, he doesn't. He should be better than what he was last year. We're not trying to make it seem like Justin Fields doesn't need to improve. He does as a passer. Mm -hmm. But if you have a number one wide receiver, now you're moving the chains. Now you're getting jump balls in the end zone. Now you're doing things to help the quarterback out. And then all of a sudden, now your pocket presence looks a little better. All of a sudden, now the offensive line doesn't look as bad as it was. And I think all that stuff kind of works out. And that's why, to me, the most important thing the Bears do in this offseason, they got to find a way to get a number one wide receiver, whatever the case may be. Wait till you see. Wait till you hear. Wait till you feel what we've got planned. 
Chicago's home for sports is Chicago's new home of the Bears. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Celebrating today here at ESPN 1000, we're the new home for the Chicago Bears. You'll hear all Bears games right here on ESPN 1000. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, you'll hear them right here on ESPN 1000. We're the new home of the Chicago Bears. Bluck and Abdallah, we're in early today for Greeny. And Cap uh, Cap and Jay Hood were on this morning at 5 a.m. Carmen and Yurko are coming up in 10 minutes right here on ESPN 1000. Thank you to Charlie Bevins and to Jake Cantu for producing today's show. And Abdallah, yep. announcement. Uh, we'll be in early tomorrow mm. as well in for Greeny right mm-hmm. here on mm-hmm. ESPN mm-hmm. 1000 mm-hmm. from 10 to noon right here on ESPN 1000. So we'll be in early again tomorrow. We have full coverage uh, for the Bears today, though, all the way till 8 o'clock. Tyler Meller will be in for us, oh, Bluck and Abdallah, from yeah. 6 to 8 this evening. Carmen and Yurko coming up in 10 minutes, and then Waddle and Sylvie this afternoon. Full day of live and local coverage as we celebrate the Bears, the new radio home for the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. You ready for this call? Bluck and Abdallah, we host the college football show here on ESPN 1000, Chicago's College Tailgate. We now This looks like a good college football call. In for call. Paul Feinbaum, Bluck and Abdallah here on the <laughs> SEC Network as we go to Frank in Indiana. Frank, Frank what do you're you got, on ESPN Frank? 1000, also in for the Feinbaum show on the SEC Network. How are you, Frank? Uh, hey, how you doing? Just seriously, Paul, is this a gag? No, we're, we're just messing with you. Uh, there's, there's a lack of lollygagging going <laughs> What's on. What's a lack of lollygagging? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We just see what you're going to ask, and it's a very uh, Paul Feinbaum show call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I live I live pretty close to Notre Dame, you know. Yeah. Got a lot of problems here, and he likes to dog Notre Dame. And yeah, I he does. That's yeah, he likes to hey, he call as to see it. They have they have kind of been irrelevant for a while. Sure, and everybody here, everybody was here pissed when Kelly went to LSU, even though Kelly did the same thing to Cincinnati. But that was okay to us. Follow right. me on that. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we get you on that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's putting out some studs down there. But anyway, my question was, um, I can't remember who I talked to earlier. You guys, you guys show us great. Thank great. you, man. Everybody Thanks, Frank. One thousand is great. You guys are good. Uh, my question is though, and I'm not sure if I have my facts straight about this crash of. Jalen Carter, is that his name? Yes. yes. Is, this, is this the same accident that happened a month ago where there was a staff member? Yes. Yeah, it is the same oh. accident, yes. Well, thank God it's not two separate accidents. But uh, my question is, um, I'm and the quarterback, what was his name, Stetson? Stetson Bennett, like that? yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was telling to the guy that took my call earlier, uh, are you starting to see cracks in his foundation, Kirby Smart? Are we seeing something like, was it McCarthy? Was that his name? MacArthur from um, Colorado in the 1990s in the Miami Hurricanes. My question is, you start to see cracks in it. Is Kirby Smart losing control of the program? <laughs> is that the question there, Frank? Yeah, I mean... Okay. I'll what, say this. What happened? Yeah, we'll address oh, it. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'll address it. I mean, no, the answer is no. Um, he's, won, he's won back-to-back national championships. The answer is no. Uh, and both of these incidents, while horrible, well, the first, one of them's horrible, uh, occurred after the season was over. Stetson Bennett's sure. also allowed to be publicly intoxicated he's over is, 21 is, he's an adult that's true he wasn't true. he true. wasn't driving um he he's allowed to be drunk in public i mean, well, I mean he, you know what i mean like 
can he be causing harm to others? No, but like he was drunk. Like he didn't. I mean, it's kind of tame considering you know what he he could have been driving. He could have been doing a lot of other dumb stuff, but he wasn't. He was just drunk and he was going around knocking on doors and stuff. Like I mean, he's fine. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, like I don't think he was that. doing yeah. anything. Like he yeah. wasn't doing anything. It was, it was, and he's older. It was tame. He's older than Lamar Jackson. It was right. Yeah, it was. The, it's more embarrassing on on him personally that like yeah that yeah. he's that old on campus acting that yes. ridiculous. Like that's that's on him. But it, it's he nothing. Some, he probably wants some hugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, he won a national you know, championship. It, it, you know. It's still not as worse as the one we had here with uh, Manti Teo. All the all the draft directors say is, "Hey, he's a graduate student. He's done. Not say nothing else about him." <laughs> uh, Frank, to, to also answer your call with Georgia, they win back to back national titles uh, this upcoming season. The twenty twenty three class, yeah. they are ranked as the number two class behind Alabama. Yeah, the twenty twenty four class in recruiting, they are ranked as the number one team at the moment with for ten now. commits, three five stars. <laughs> so at the moment, Georgia is the number one team for the twenty twenty four class. If you go to the twenty twenty five class they're also number one so georgia not only has the uh recruiting trails uh set and they are bringing in the five stars and the four stars but they also are coming off a back-to-back championship season i don't think kirby smart is losing control of the program no i'd like to congratulate them on their third national championship good call uh, frank call again all right hey absolutely you guys you guys kick ass. Can I say that? Have a great yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Thanks, Frank. Frank. And I, I love a good college football question. I can dive into the recruiting rankings. Is I Kirby losing the program? I love that. <laughs> oh, fine, Bob. Billy in Tinley Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Billy? Hey, fellas. How you doing today? We're What's good, up? man. Uh, my question is, you know, with all these mock drafts and, and stuff that I've been seeing and the Bears looking like to, they're going to trade down with the Colts for the number four pick, if Jalen Carter um, actually has more problems and people move away from him, I mean, don't you think now it's more plausible that they trade back twice? Because you basically the only two guys that are um, setting themselves apart from everyone else in the draft aside from the quarterbacks are Carter and Anderson. So if you can't get either of them because the Cardinals will more than likely take Anderson, I mean, is there any point in really keeping the number four pick or would you trade back twice? I think that's a really smart question. Thanks for the call, Billy. I think it is possible. I, I think if you tell me that there's really only three studs at the top of the board now, Anderson and then the two quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud and then Bryce Young, that it may be worth the Bears to continue to move back, collect draft assets, and then maybe you get that wide receiver at like 12 or mm-hmm. 16 yeah. in the mid-teens uh, in the first round, and you can select like Jordan Addison. And maybe that guy becomes your number one wide receiver and you start to build up your offense that way. I think it's possible. I don't think it matters. I don't think that this and, and it's a it's a horrible situation and, and he's no longer in Indianapolis or maybe he is in Indianapolis getting a, a, a medical uh, physical done or whatever. But I don't think it matters. I think that if you can trade back and get more assets, then your, your plan is to trade back. Like if you trade back to two and someone calls you for two or for four, you trade back to four and someone calls you for four and is offering you a first-round pick in 2024, you make the move. Like, I don't think it matters who's on the board. I don't think that they're one player away. I think that there's a lot of depth at defensive line and defensive end in this draft. I think if you move back into the teens, you can get a stud-wide receiver and still shore up your defensive line maybe in free agency or later in the draft. I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think that this, that today's uh, warrants being issued for Jalen Carter, I don't think that it affects what the Bears could do in the draft. Because I think that 
Poles is going to look to move back once, if not twice, in the first round. Block and Abdallah, we're in for Greeny today. Coming up next, Carmen and Yurko join the show. This is ESPN senior NFL insider Adam Schefter. The best NFL coverage is here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Chicago. 